let's talk about first your market overview. How are you feeling? Bullish, bearish, cautious, or it's a stock picker's market? Definitely think it's a stock picker's market, and we definitely are bullish longer term. I mean, we're still at 1.3% of that 10-year Treasury. The latest forecast for inflation are at 2.6. That equals what the dividend payout you're going to get in the market. I mean, it, it just seems that longer-term stocks are going to continue to outdistance uh, fixed income. There's no question about it. There's so many concerns over the Delta variant. We heard from President Biden last night. But I do think that several years down the road, this will just be an unpleasant memory. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we're 20 years after 9-11. Uh, and I hearken back to that. I can remember people saying, we'll never have a building that goes higher than 10 floors. So this too shall pass. You roll up your sleeves. There's some great bargains out there. Ah, all right. So let's get to some of them. Um, how is it that you're picking a name like Alibaba as people are so concerned about China regulation and how it affects some of these stocks? But Alibaba's on your list. Why is that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Nicole, it's very rare when you can get the marquee company in one of the fastest growing sectors on the planet, which would be Internet commerce at a below market multiple. So, you know, looking at the fundamentals of Alibaba, they touch about 91 percent of the Chinese population. Of course, they have big inroads uh, overseas as well. They're in that mobile commerce. They also have cloud initiatives. So it's the marquee name there. But now they're now trading at about 18 times earnings, they're at a discount. They've lost 45% over the last 12 months. You're buying at a variable discount. You put your finger on it, the threat of Chinese regulation. But, you know, the more I think about it, where does China want to go? We have seen that if you really want to be number one geopolitically, you strengthen your economy. So they want to go in the American direction ultimately, or do they want to start to look like North Korea? I'm betting that it's the latter. And in any event, Alibaba is so talented, they'll figure out a way to um, make money and expand their business as they've had for, for years now, no matter what the Chinese government does for political or other reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I think Alibaba, I'm thinking Amazon. I'm thinking, I mean, are you a fan of Fang overall? You know, so who cannot love the growth prospects of FANG? But we do love to buy a bargain here. And so when I'm looking at, like, you know, on Amazon, it's trading more than 50 times earnings versus an Alibaba, which is said to be the Amazon of China. Or, you know, maybe Amazon is the Alibaba of America. But in any event, trading at like a quarter or a third of the valuation, I'm saying, gee, that's where I think your investment dollars are going to be best treated, even though both companies will probably grow very rapidly. Right. Yeah. AbV is on your list today at $107. This is a pick of yours. Why? You know, on the start of this month, it was $121. So there's like a little flash crash going on, about 14%. So I'm ascribing a lot of that to the latest plans uh, in Washington to try and rein in prescription drug prices, perhaps permit negotiation by Medicare and so forth. But, you know, <laughs> Nicole, I've seen this movie, you know, many, many times over the last 30 years. And at the end of the day, it all fails. Um, you, first of all, don't try and push around drug company lobbyists.
Second of all, everyone wants you know the best drugs developed in the R&D space here. And of course, uh, America is the big leader in terms of drug development. That's why we've got the Pfizer uh, vaccine as an example. Um, and, and, and in addition to that, of course, Advia is trading at a sharp discount to the valuation of the overall market. It's trading about eight times forward earnings. You got a 4.4% uh, dividend. Now, there's a lot of reliance on Humira, which is about 30% of the overall portfolio. However, if you just look at uh, AbbVie as part of your overall diversified portfolio, you don't have that much reliance on it. And, you know, recently AbbVie bought Allergan, that think Botox and so forth. Uh, so they have a talent to buy drugs, to fill out their pipeline and develop new ones. And I think those will continue to offset uh, any loss of patent protections in their portfolio. Remember, AbbVie came out of Abbott Labs. You put the two together. This is a company that has increased their dividend for 49 years yeah. in a row. Um, what's not to like about that?